Yeah. First there's the hair, and then there's the recording. Mm -hmm. Yes. First we put our hair up, and then we start. <laughs> Is that your antenna? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Keeps me less distracted. My hair is not flying in front of my face. <laughs> Here comes somebody else. Yay. Not really. Yay! It's wisdom dialogue. Hooray! Chitta! Your inspired question. Ah, uh, yeah. So the, uh, the thing about the worry and relaxation, everything I observe is either that, you know, Good. one way or the other. Perfect. In myself and the people around me. Yes. So I notice it's quite popular if I mention that you seem to, like I'd say to someone, you seem to be worrying, they're going to deny it. Oh, okay. It's unpopular. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yes. It's popular to deny it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I'm just wondering about that. You know, what the, you know, what do you think about that? Well, there's major defensive almost like walls, yeah. systems of thought. I mean, we all do it, right? I, I don't want to get caught worrying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> that sounds bad. Yeah, that sounds like unenlightened. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you get caught worrying. <laughs> but, <laughs> but here's the thing. Worry just occurs to you. Worry just occurs to you. You might be caught in it. You know, I, I've definitely... I've definitely developed a habit of kind of like looking back at my own face, looking back at my own facial expressions, not like in the mirror, sometimes in the mirror too, but not necessarily in the mirror. Just kind of like seeing how the facial expression is. Sometimes I can see the facial expression before I realize that I'm in a worry thought, mm. like I'm pursuing a worry thought. And that's the thing, that's the point to go in and out, in and out, in and out. You're not even really going in and out, you're just observing. In that going in and out of worry, in and out of worry, gracefully, <laughs> you know, it's like, there's a sense of worry. Oh, like if Chitta tells me, oh, you seem worried about that. Oh, thank you. Because <laughs> that's like the equivalent of the worried face. Like if someone right. said, oh, oh, you seem worried. Oh, thank you. Because, you know, in an instant, in that could be dropped. Yeah. It's just dropped. It's awareness. You know, it's like, it, it's like what do you want? <laughs> what, what, what do you want? Do you want worry right now? Never. Yeah. So it's like, it's not an insult when someone tells you that you seem worried about that. I mean, I can give an example right now. It's like Friday night, one of my friends came over, and she asked me for meat. She wanted to have some slices of raw meat, you know. And, uh, and, and I, it registered, and I said, okay. And then we moved on to cheese, and I got, I got the cheese out, and I got all caught up in the cheese. I forgot the meat. And then when she asked me for the meat again, I felt worried, like I got something wrong. I sensed the look on my face, <laughs> and it was gone, just like that. It's easy. It's nothing. 
and then you're back. It's not like you screwed up. You didn't screw up. You saw it. Even if you didn't see it, you still you can't. You're not capable of, of screwing up. I love that part. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because if you are capable of screwing up, then that is saying right there that you're not worthy of peace right now. What's worthy of peace isn't capable of screwing up. Yay. <laughs> That's why you don't have to. You don't have to prove yourself, and you can't. You can't remove yourself from it. You can only make illusion that you've removed yourself from it. And you can be believing in the illusion. But I got to say, what a great finding to notice that all throughout the day, there's one or the other. And that's a good one because it's showing what I've been talking about between truth and illusion. If you're in a worry state, you're, been, you're believing in illusion. That's all. It's not a problem. The worry state indicates to you that you're believing something that's not true right now. So it's like, what do you want? Do you want to keep this? You know, you can surrender what you think to be true right now. But, you know, that's a hit to the ego pride. <laughs> like, if you know there's a reason, you should be worried. A lot of times people try to convince other people why they should be worried about mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like teaching, uh, teaching our own mind and trying to get others to join in why you should be worried. Oh, you're not worried about that? Well, let me tell you why you should be worried about that. It's harder, though, to deal with other people worrying. You know, let's say I'm aware of you worrying. Okay. How to be helpful. Okay. Oh, take care of your reaction. Because it's, it's your reaction to the thought of separation that's causing your perception of their worry. <laughs> Which they deny. Which they deny in your perception, too. so it's all for you to take care of because what you're saying is it's hard that's a worry type feeling so when you're saying it's hard that's something for you to take care of that that feeling of it's hard Mm -hmm. just that feeling of it's hard nothing's hard nothing's difficult Hmm. (laughs) 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 i don't know i like it it sounds good I want to believe that. Yeah, and see, in, in in all these different all these different illusions that arise that show themselves to it, to us, making something look like it's difficult, or say, making someone look as if they're difficult. Okay, like Chitta's talking about someone looking as if they're difficult, difficult to deal with. That's not happening. That's not happening. That's the thing. That's why it's easy. That's why it's easeful. Because that's not happening. It's really projected. It's an, it's an energy being projected out of the emotion of fear that's generated because you believe you're separate. Doesn't it, it's not caused by what's happening. It's not even caused by what's happening out there because nothing's happening. So you're feeling that it's hard isn't from perceiving another person 
in worry. It's actually from the thought of separation and that feeling is projecting that illusion of someone that's worried and that's denying it. That's all. Because that gives you the feeling of it's hard. And that's what the whole, the whole thing about the thought of separation is to get this to feel real. Hard makes it feel more real. Notice the density. Oh, <laughs> hard means density. It's not hard, it's light. It's not so dense. Then, you, then, then it's easier to see through it. So if you've got any kind of density, if someone or something seems to be difficult for you, there's a density in your body's energy field, that's all. And it's just, it's, it's like, because of the density, you're having the person show it to you. The person is giving a gift. That person is, you could say, in that moment, your greatest teacher. <laughs> that person is giving a gift right now. I love it. I love it when it seems like I don't like someone. <laughs> it's freaking awesome. It seems like I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, it seems like I don't like I don't like people sometimes and I love that. I just smile at it. Cuz I know what good it is. It I there's no way it's possible for me to not like a person. There's no one out there. There's no no way it's possible. So it's just like, oh, it seems like I don't like that person. I get curious about that. This is very interesting. I become curious and I feel how it feels to not like myself. That's what's going on here. <laughs> it's like, get a load of what's really going on here. The feeling becomes into such a teaching tool, you could say. It really shows you. And you can allow more of it. You can allow more of that discomfort to, to show you. Because, you know, the discomfort isn't even really discomfort except in your interpretation of it. When you seem like you're uncomfortable with any kind of person or however they're, the way they express themselves or anything like that, that's coming from you. That's projecting from your sense of separation and then it's making it, it, it as if this person is doing something out here. Remember, we're not seeing each other clearly unless we're looking at each other and we're seeing light. <laughs> We're not seeing each other clearly. We see these boundaries of a body, this dark, dark shadows. We're not seeing each other clearly. That's why we can all fuck up in each other's perceptions. Okay? They're made, these, these bodies are made for being fuck-ups in each other's perceptions. <laughs> it's hilarious. Something to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something to do. <laughs> now look how you're doing it wrong this time. You know, it's like, it's like past the hot potato. You know, who's going to be the scapegoat now for my guilt? Just pass it around. And then when is it going to be my turn to be someone's scapegoat for their guilt? <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, you know, I notice the, little, the littlest things. 
the littlest thing that a lot of people don't notice yet. Everyone will. But just the littlest things that, you know, I don't need to say anything about them when they occur. But I just notice something like in the way I'm speaking, in the tone of my voice. I notice a little shift. I can see that when I shift into ego mind, you can say. Right and wrong. Yeah, so when I shift in, and I notice myself shift into that, as soon as I notice it, I'm coming out of it. Either I'm snapped out of it immediately, or I'm coming out of it. And I, when I say I'm coming out of, it, out of it, that means there's some resistance to coming out of it. Because for the moment, whatever it is that I'm focused on seems more important than peace. Mm. And it's just an acknowledging that. That it keeps on getting easier and going smoother for you to where you see things sooner and can pop out sooner before you're kind of like making karma, so to speak, for yourself. (laughs) Where you're like, man, I'm sorry about how I went off last night. That was so fucked up. Or whatever. Oh. Excuse me. (laughs) Like or or whatever the case, you know, I'm sorry I punched you last night you know I'm sorry I just went off and hauled off and punched you uh you know it's like when the when the ego is allowed to play out of you like that anything that where it causes an upset an illusion of conflict between persons becomes way more probable so alertness in that moment to let these feelings just kind of like come and go, just rise and fall again. Alertness to that will allow it all to unfold really easily for you. Real smoothly. Now, what was it? I had an example. Go to my other drink now. <laughs> I like how that just soaks right in. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh, what do you think, Joe? It's awesome. It had to do with my husband, which is so awesome. I love it when it has to do with him. He's so sweet. Oh, I know. I was going to make polenta. I, right before I got in the car, I saw a magazine, and I, it was Better Homes or something like that, and I turned to a recipe, and there was a cornbread recipe. No, a polenta recipe. And I go, oh, I would love to make this recipe. So we get to Malama and we start shopping for all the things. We shop for all the things on there except the polenta. Because Tony was sure there was polenta at home. So I go, I don't think there's polenta at home. I think it's a good idea to go to the match and get some polenta. And he says, I don't want to go to the match. I'm tired, I'm hungry, and I know there's polenta at home. I'm like, okay, cool. So we get home. No polenta at home. Honey, there's no polenta at home. I don't see any. Do you see any? He looks around. He's like, nope, no polenta. (laughs) And (laughs) so, so, (laughs) there is a little something that just came out. Like, 
about how I wanted to eat polenta. I don't remember exactly what it is. But there was a little something, just a few words, where I noticed it. Boom. There's some kind of the worry side. Since we're talking about worry and relaxation. The worry side. It's like a few words show up and it's like, okay. And then it's like, relaxation. That's it. That's it. Relaxation is a little allowed to come in. That's all. Nothing's happening. But you get a sense. It's like, it's like a body sense playing out. Look, everything that's being perceived is being perceived through the body sense. So the body sense is like a sounding board for the thought of separation. It's a belief in separation that underlies this illusion. Body sense, then the illusion. If you know that order of things, you know nothing happened. There isn't polenta. The sense that I wanted polenta isn't mine. It's only to bring something. Right. <laughs> the sense that I even wanted polenta. You know, I never did get that polenta. It's been days. <laughs> I just completely forgot about it. Tony's been to the Nash. He's been other places. I haven't thought to ask him for polenta. Forgot all about it. It was funny. It's just, it's just, these things just pass. So they don't sell polenta at Milano? I didn't find it there, anyways. Hmm. Or they were out or something. I don't know. Kind of <laughs> Well, if I had the polenta, I probably wouldn't have been eating the sandwich with you guys over at Kaleo's. I don't know. See, that was my fault. Polenta's kind of heavy. I notice when I'm having heavier stuff for a while, I don't want more heavier stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was so good, though. Are you guys glad? It's all in your hands. <laughs> can you it's, all, it's all in your capable hands. It's all you in your capable hands. The order again, like what does it start with? Does it start with the belief in separation? That's right. Okay. The belief in separation causes a body sense. So that's that sense of either worry or relaxation, right? Okay. Yeah. So that's what causes the sense. That sense, not the world. So it's like, first the belief in separation, then the feeling effect of the belief in se- separation, then the material effect of the feeling effect. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you see that order, when you see that order, you're not vulnerable to anything in the world. When, you're, when, you're, when you feel vulnerable to things in the world or believe you're vulnerable to things in the world is because you don't know the order of things. In that moment, you're not knowing the order of things. <laughs> so it's really helpful to have a let me see attitude and not a I know what's going on attitude. <laughs> That's all it is. The quicker there's a let me see attitude, the quicker you see. 
You know, you have to choose it. It's not put upon you. You know, it's your free will. So if, you've, if you're choosing the illusion, then you get to keep that as long as you want to keep choosing it. The beautiful thing is you get to choose again and again. And you don't have to go anywhere to find the lesson. It's just coming. Or you can't help where you perceive yourself to be. It's just coming. You don't have to, you don't have to get any kind of anxiety about where am I going to get my teaching, for instance. Because it's just presenting itself to you as you open yourself. As you make an opening for spirit to show you. It's always going to keep on presenting itself to you. You know, whatever it is you're looking for is what you're going to find. So even in seeking spiritual spirituality, you could get to more like a super ego. More like a super ego. And how do you know if you're going toward a super ego? How do you know? Your head gets great big. <laughs> people tell you. You love seeing people upset. Or at least you pretend to. You love to draw an energy. You love to draw an energy and keep drawing an energy that gets them upset. Now, I've said before, I love to see uh, people upset. I love that they show me. I love that they show me where it is, what it is that needs to be healed within myself. That's very different from, oh, that's your problem over there. See? Well, I'm, I'm okay. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? <gasps> Don't show me that energy. I can't handle that energy. That's the ego. It's not wanting to look within. It's okay. If you, need, if you need space, you find yourself taking space. You can't even help it. You don't have a choice in it. You need space from people, you find yourself taking space from people. But be honest and admit that the trouble you feel is coming from you. And the trouble they feel is also coming from you if it's in your perception. See? It's also coming from you. Okay, there's no we're all one and then you've got your feelings over there separate from me. Anywhere in my perception is a projection of my mind. Anywhere in my perception. I'm happy to see the insanity. I'm happy to see the insanity because it's for me to heal. For my healing. Okay? A super ego is happy to see insanity because look how serene and calm I am in comparison. <laughs> so, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it wants to be right. See? It wants to be right. It wants to have, uh, it, it wants to have its desires met. It wants to get its desires met in the world. None of those desires are yours. 
They aren't yours. They just, they just distract you away from your one desire, which is to have that whole thing about separation wiped away. <laughs> it just distracts you away from that. None of those desires are your own. So see, like in the example with the polenta, the desire is just easily dropped. That wasn't mine. Look at the whole purpose of thinking that I want to do something is to bring about some kind of lesson. That's the whole purpose of thinking you want anything. It's just to bring about a lesson. You don't really want that thing. You don't really want that thing to manifest. You don't want anything to manifest. <laughs> you don't want to have manifestation at all. You know, the, 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 the pretending to believe in these worldly desires are as if you want manifestation in the first place. As if you actually want manifestation. I think we've been teaching ourselves to try to make this world into a beautiful world. And there is no world, beautiful or ugly. And anything, but anything ugly is because of you. It's what you painted over it. It's your thoughts gone wild, gone astray. Your thought about yourself. And then all of the beauty you perceive in it, that's because of you. That's naturally who you are. Basically, it's only beauty. It's only beauty in reality. And what you perceive is a version of reality, but with your concepts, with your self-concepts laid over it. It's like, it's like a darkness descend over reality. And then you see it and believe it and believe in it. Isn't that cute? And then that's what causes worry and stuff like that. It's all really stemming from unintended consequences. Yeah. Well, you thought you could go make something equal to reality in an illusion with a concept of guilt. The, the, the trouble is that with the concept of guilt, you can't create. You can only make chaos. That's why it's chaotic here. You don't know, you, you know, you, you think you got like a schedule and then different stuff happens, you know, you get diverted different ways and see different things and people are nice and then all of a sudden they're mean. <laughs> That's not reality. It's just showing you a, a version of reality that you wished were true. But... It's not anything close to what you know to be true, and that's why you get those contrasting feelings. 
you want to you, you want to see like Chitta's talking about, where he said he he looked at it all day and saw that it was only two, worry or relaxation. You know, bring it down to two. What is it to you? It could be anything. It changes all the time for me. I love all the different ways to say it. <laughs> Heaven and hell. Life and death. <laughs> you know? Love and fear. Love and fear. Truth and illusion. <laughs> yeah. Because when you know what the contrasting feeling is like, when you know what that is, then you know where to look for your guidance. You get that contrasting feeling. There it is. You just go within and watch. Just keep watching. Let, the thing, let these things rise and pass again. Let these upset feelings just rise and pass again. Let them come in you. Okay. Okay. Up. Down. Up. Down. Yes, all the time. My friend asked me, why do I even ask you how you are? Because you always say something that's awesome, you know, like something to the effect of awesome. <laughs> I've never seen you not be awesome. And, you know, it's like feelings occur to me just like anyone all the time. It's just that I'm not defined by them. I'm not carrying them. They come and they go. I don't get not awesome, even when a, per, when a feeling is there, you know. It's like, even when a feeling is there, it's still really awesome. There's nothing wrong. It's a loaded question. What? How are you? How are you? Could, yeah, it could really go down, huh? Well, I'm processing this. And <laughs> how are you, really? I mean, you're... <laughs> so how does it work with guilt? Uh, so many times uh, people have things that I was innocent of. And so, do I, do I feel... That's an att attestation, attestation to your guilt right there. There it is. Just that question. The way you said it. Yeah. Say it again. <laughs> Let's see how it comes how. out this time. How what? You started how. I don't know why. How? Oh, how, how can you deal with the guilt when someone... When you're you're sitting there not knowing anything bad that you did happen, and then someone approaches you and starts guilt tripping you about something that you had no idea. That what does it matter what happened? That's why. Yeah, but then so then, <laughs> but, then oh, but then there's so then there's this guilt. So then do I go and say, oh yes, I'm guilty, or do I refute that and say I'm innocent? Neither. <laughs> it's neither. You can, say, you can say it's neither and it's both and it doesn't matter because it's the sense that someone is guilting you that's coming from your body's energy field. 
that sense. Okay, that feeling, that's a feeling, that's a feeling projected outward. Go back to that. Just be with that feeling. See, you don't have to show them anything like you're innocent. And when you start to say you're innocent, you're already making yourself guilty. See, you say you're innocent, you're already making yourself guilty. You know, if someone wants it to be like someone, like you did something, why not let them have that perception? Sure. What is the, what is the deal? And what, and, and what would be the problem? Um, the problem, well, that they're upset and about something that I did or said that, you know, and then they, they go on along with a negative, uh, you know, downer mood. Okay, so you're just getting, it, it's like you're getting disconnected from what's going on in the energy field because you're thinking about them. That it's not about them. They're not there. Their, their energy in your body's energy field is producing them. You give comfort there. Let comfort come here. And then that takes care of everything else on the surface. Every, everything's working out. They're having whatever perceptions they need to have. You're having whatever perceptions you need to have for healing the mind. But you have to take care of them where they are, which is in your mind, not out there. So you just take care of them as a, that feeling sensation that's pushing that out like that. That's your thought of separation that's making them project like that as if they're angry with you. Okay? So you take care of it here. And that's the thing. That's the thing that, that the ego will keep you afraid of is to take care of yourself. Take care of that energy field. That's how it extends to the others. You keep looking there. You keep going back. You just put your attention back on this energy field that you sense. A body sense. You sense a body. Through that body sense, you sense this world. You sense this person that seems to be accusing you of something and being angry at you. You're also sensing the person that seems to be yourself that seems to be an innocent one. None of it's relevant. It's all nonsense. It's just chaos. It doesn't mean anything. That's the thing. So you de- we would deal with, with something like that the same as what you would deal with any upset feeling. Make it all the same thing. Any upset feeling, that's from you. If you're, you're trying to change something on the surface, you're upset. And you're going the wrong way if you're trying to change it on the surface. You're barking up the stupid tree, one so of my friends used to say. Uh, teaching that I've studied about... <laughs> so that uh, either like in a past life we had some kind of trauma or abuse or some kind of horrible death or, or in our infancy and childhood we had some trauma and abuse so the kind of innocent ignorant mind then forms an assumption uh, an idea that uh, you know I was uh, ignored so I'll think to myself, I'll always be ignored and treated with indifference, or I'll always be controlled, or I'll always be shame, punished, and abandoned. So you develop this uh, false assumption, and then you broadcast it, because this is your belief system, this is your energy field. So it's like you have a sign on your back that says, kick me. 
and you feel like you're, why is everyone kicking me? I don't understand. I'm just, you know, sitting here innocently, you know, and, but then the, the sign on your back is saying, hit me, and everyone's kicking you, and that's the signal that you're sending out to the world, and people are reading it back to you. What do you think about that idea? <laughs> that means you're very bad, Bob. <laughs> it's silly. So you're saying you're saying that idea is that you, that kick me thing is just stuck on you forever. Well, is that what you're saying? If, if you become aware and conscious of it, it it's an unconscious. Uh, tendency or ha- habit of belief system and anything that you can dispel is just become conscious and aware of it and that dispels it. Yes, it's just dispelled in- instantly when you're really ready to become aware of it. When you're really ready to. You know how you know? It's in the moment that you're triggered. Are you turning your attention inward? Or are you looking outward at what that other person is doing and asking how to deal with the person? <laughs> There's no person there. <laughs> it's all for one thing. And it's not for something on the surface. This, this what, you, what, what you see on the surface, you know, it can be looked at as separate from you separate from you. You did not separate yourself from reality. This is a projection of thinking you separated yourself from reality. This is projected. It's different. It's changeful. It's totally unlike you. There's nothing about it that speaks to who you are. It's up to you to see through it, to want to see through it. You know, For the most part, there's not wanting to see through it. There's wanting to keep this thing and make it real. Wanting to make it real in a lot of different ways. You know. Try to convince it. Oh, isn't it, isn't this life so beautiful? Except that this is not life. This is a dream. Life is eternal. There's no life that ends in death. That's a make-believe thing. there's no opposite to life okay this is not life all the beauty that you see in life what you call life is because of your beauty that's who you are and it's got something else though some death painted over it That's self-doubt, basically. So it doesn't matter what it is, what kind of form it comes, it's always for the same thing. There's not some things that don't belong there. There's not some people that don't belong there. That doesn't mean you can't say, oh no, I'm not interested in hanging out. Oh no, I'm not interested in doing that. Or whatever. Those things are not your choice anyways. They just come. But it's just the thought that a person shouldn't be there. Say it's a neighbor. You know? I was looking at nextdoor.com. You guys know that one? It's an app for neighborhoods. I was looking for my um, 
Mexican food catering lady on that thing. Mm-hmm. So I go, first thing I go to the page, I'm like, whoa, it's all complaints about the neighbors. <laughs> hey, here's one about me. And, and, yeah, what <laughs> about me? <laughs> I wasn't looking at the time, but they thought we were like some kind of crack family or something like that when we first moved in because we had so much company. but you know it's just like uh it's just like oh gosh i don't know how i'm gonna do it living next to this neighbor you know like this feeling like oh this is so hard that something like that is for practice that's all it's for it's not for lamenting on next door or trying to fix it in some way. You might find, you might find yourself, I don't know, going over and meeting the neighbors. When I lived in Orange County, I had the sense that I was totally victimized by my neighbors. Um, it seemed like they were gangbangers. They were hanging out late, playing basketball in the street. You could hear them in my house um, and I found myself I was pregnant with my second son he's almost 17 or almost 18 and I found myself calling the police crying on the phone how much do I have to pay to get out of the gangbanger neighborhood <laughs> to the police to the police <laughs> <laughs> I was pregnant too. <laughs> uh, Very emotional. That's right. <laughs> there must be a better way. So, you know, then some changes started to come over me while I was in Orange County before I moved over here, 2010 different changes started to come over me and I, I found myself walking a neighborhood and the next thing you know I was friends with all those guys and yeah they were gangbangers one of them got killed on the corner with a bat <laughs> so that they were they were total gangbangers but they were no problem they were just no problem it's not like they switched from gangbangers to valley girls or something like that they were just like no problem <laughs> I'd stop and talk to them. We'd, talk, we'd, we'd have conversations. They're the, they're the first ones I heard talking about legalizing weed. That was different. <laughs> I was like, legalize it? Really? <laughs> the gangbangers. <laughs> but, you know, and then, and then after that, I moved, to, I, I moved here to Hinalo Street, and I had a loud guitar, a really loud guitar to go to to use for that for that kind of healing one guy that played his loud guitar and then a geothermal geothermal drill remember that lee <laughs> lee came over and he was telling me how i really had something to worry about with that de- geothermal <laughs> drill there <laughs> that was so fun <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I, I think one of us was sick or something at that little, time. Little did we know. Yeah, right. Well, I guess maybe, you know, some people say they caused it. The geothermal caused the lava flow? It's pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the Illuminati. There were no lava flows before geothermal. I mean, the fracking, not, not the drilling. Nice. <laughs> so all, when all those, all those things get used for the same thing, then you don't get bothered. You, just, you stop to get bothered. You know, you just use everything. Use everything that comes up that seems to disturb you. Disturb you. For a time, I just didn't say anything about anything. I just kept on feeling what it was like to dislike something. Just to feel what it's like to dislike something. I used to have a lot of trouble with boundaries. I was like, no one respects my boundaries. Oh my gosh. I just want to be able to have some time in my room. I don't want kids busting in here fighting on my bed. <laughs> and then one day it just stopped. And, and there was just an allowing of whatever it was. Kids come in, fight on my bed. I'm on the bed while they're fighting and just watching, observing, observing, observing. Next thing you know, they're cuddling with me on the bed, you know. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're gone because they don't need that much attention, the funny thing is. <laughs> it seemed to take more attention trying to get the boundaries and to give the people the attention. Yeah. And that's anyone. That's adults, too. That's adults, too. You know, it's like give the attention... And then there's only so much they could take. <laughs> a real attention, though, love. There's only so much. We don't have to, have to do anything. We don't have to solve any of our problems. All perceived problems arise with the solution alongside of them. They come with the solution alongside of them. That you only see if you're willing. You don't have to look for it. You don't have to get it on your own. Just be willing to lay aside what you made of it. Be willing to lay aside your making it a problem and go to what the, what's the first manifestation of that thought of separation. In the body's energy field, it's the first manifestation of that thought that you separated yourself. That's what the manifestation is trying to hide from you. That's what it's trying to distract you away from feeling that. Because of fear of feeling. Use the government if the government bothers you. (laughs) There's no government. No one's doing anything to you. No one's causing global warming. There's no globe. Chitta would say the earth is flat. I'm saying there's not even a flat earth, though. (laughs) (laughs) 
warming. If you think there's global warming, good. Get the feeling. Because you're making global warming right now. See what that feels like. What do you want to make? With your body heat. With your farts. Yeah, methane. Whatever you whatever you wish to make real is what you perceive. Whatever you wish to make real is what you perceive. So it's good. If you get the perception of global warming, then you get the feeling effect. Get the feeling effect of what's causing global warming. What's causing global warming. You're causing global warming. <laughs> Not from anything that has to do with heat. Not like that. You're causing global warming. If you perceive it, you projected it. Perception is all projected. So look, any kind of injustice, that's not fair. Unfairness. It's feeling coming from you. Are you going to use that thing to keep unfair, unfairness real? To avoid what you're projecting? To avoid feeling what you're projecting? Are you going to use it for that? There's a choice to make here. Are you going to go inside? It's really obvious when you tell it to other people. That's where it becomes really obvious. To me, anyways. Not everyone is still obvious. But, you know, when you're telling it to other people as if there's the government has something that over you. They're doing something disturbing. Upsetting. People should be upset about this. All the lies. <laughs> All the lies they told us. And the lies they're still telling us. We give them the power. If we get the feeling, if we get the feeling that something is unfair, and then we give something on the surface reality, it just makes more of the same thing. It's hiding. It's like hiding from yourself. It's like not wanting to see that I, I made it this. I made it this. Watch whatever you say to people for this week. Follow it in your mind with, I made it this. <laughs> I wanted it like this. That's why it's like this. I wanted that person over there to be crazy. That's why I made him like that. I wanted, I wanted the government to seem oppressive. I wanted my president to seem like something. That was the funniest thing today. What did I see? Uh, 199... Crazy ass things Trump said. <laughs> so I start. I go, oh, this is gonna be fun. He says some funny shit. So I start going down the list. <laughs> I start going down the list, and it's like obvious by all the words that go under what what he said. The person's like trying very hard to make him look dumb. 
And it's like the whole thing is like, what in the world? <laughs> There's a job to make a person look dumb. Doing 199 quotes to make him look dumb. And the whole thing looks dumb. Yes? Well, there was commentary or... I don't... Yes, there's... Yes, some commentary. Like, like there would be something that he said. It's not that funny on its own. Then they put some commentary down there about just, like, refuting it or something like that. It's like, whoa, I was, thought I was going to see some crazy, like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Point your missiles over here and I'll rip your dicks off or something. <laughs> was grabbing by the pussy out. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get to the whole thing. It wasn't it, it was it wasn't that entertaining entertaining except for the part where it was just like, wow, that's interesting. Well it's like it, it's like as if Trump is really out there. It's like as if he's really acting like he's dumb. And then the reporter is also like making comments and acting like he's dumb. And that's what people like to see so that they could feel better. It's like, a, it's like a temporary release. It's like just a temporary release. Watch it. They're all, they're, they're all just you. They're all just versions of yourself. So you just watch it. And where it goes as far as whether it's believing in something where someone is, someone is at fault or someone is wrong or bad or ugly or stupid... Even stupid, you know, that's a common one. It's like that now, now that we have this, um, now that we have this, well, every president, but the most recent one, what I've seen is a lot of the stupid stuff. And it's like, that is such a self, that's a self-projection. Is that what we want? Always ask. If it's for another person, is that what I want? Is that what I want? Is that the kind of news I want to share about how stupid a person is? Is that the kind of is, is that the kind of news I want to believe about there's there's stupid people because you're asking for punishment. When you're at when you're when you're wanting to believe that anyone is anything less than perfect and you're asking for punishment. Well, it means you're stupid. If you're dwelling on stupid, stupidness, then you're stupid. Well, it doesn't mean you are stupid because you're not capable of being stupid. Yeah, but then so so it's uh, the same thing with guilt. So so uh, like the main point that Trump is being impeached over is trying to make Biden and his son guilty for what they did in. Russia or something, and so there. What I've discovered for myself, these people that want to like guilt trip me, is that they're escaping from some guilt within them. They are the ones that are guilty that are projecting it onto me. So he's got all these accusations of all these things he's guilty of, and then he's hiding, and so he focuses all his his uh, energy on trying to make Biden his. Uh, opponent guilty, mm-hmm. and then you know the whole thing just kind of uh, snowballs. So, 
So it's like, why, why is someone so adamant about making me guilty about something that to me is, doesn't mean anything? I, I, I don't understand. It's, and then, then I, I look at them and I see that there's something about them that's guilty that wants to uh, make me so guilty about something that's so uh, inconsequential in, in my mind. Yeah, I would go to my own sense, though, my own feeling sense, and not worry about whatever they're doing. Yeah, well, I'm not worried about what they're doing, but I'm just, I'm just I, you're relaxing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're relaxing. Because there's worry or relaxing. Yeah, right? Well, they're, they're the ones that are intense. You know, I'm trying to get me to be tense about, you know, their accusations. They're the ones. They've got you talking for them. They're the ones is a sign that you don't want to take responsibility for having projected them like that. Mm. They're the ones. See? You have to be willing to accept that gift. You're not accepting the gift. You're trying to explain the, uh, what's, what's wrong over there with them, but not accepting that gift. So if you see them as trying to make you guilty, and you see other versions of that too, of people trying to make you guilty, you just go right back to the feeling effect. It's like, ah. Like when I get the, the perception of the report, the Trump report, is like, oh my goodness, it's, a, it's all guilty feeling. And then get the feeling effect. That's all. Because the feeling effect is really your thought of separation. I can't say that enough. It's like, because it doesn't sink in that easily. The feeling effect is really your thought of separation. They're just mirroring it back to you so you'll look there. They're just mirroring it back to you so look, that you'll look there. And that's in any way it comes up to you. So then no one is really doing anything. No one is really trying to hold on to any guilt or anything like that. I wouldn't even make that true at all. And don't, you know... Don't use the one where, oh, you know, someone goes, hey, how, how long has it been since you've talked to that person? Oh, a while, because they're holding on to this guilt over here. Remember, you're making that up. They're making that up. They're not holding on to anything any longer than you need them to. Just let the perception change. Let it change. It's changeful anyways, but in holding it in place, holding them to that, like they're like this, they want to hold on to this, it keeps the whole thing going. Joe, did you have something? Oh, I, this has come up for me before too, where someone's saying something to you, and I'm thinking like, wow, what is that showing me of my own guilt or my own doubt? And it, it just seems so off the wall. So... I just said, well, they're obviously not at peace. Maybe I wasn't at peace a moment ago, or it's just a call for love, and I can always relate to that. Mm -hmm. So then I can feel empathy for them immediately, mm -hmm. and just go, oh, thank, like you do, said, thank you for sharing that, or I can see how that would make you feel upset and just drop it, I guess. But, but so it's that, that's kind of my way of like understanding, like. I would never say that, what they're saying to me. Uh-huh. But, but sometimes we overanalyze it, too. Yes. So we, That's the thing about generalizing. We generalize it and say, oh, it's just a call for love. 
I, I need that too. So. Yeah. Yeah, you can look at it like that. I mean, as long as you're going back to where you're separating yourself from the love. Because that's how it's going to get extended. And you don't know how it's going to look. And it's not up to you to make it work out. Your idea of working out may not be what, what you need. May not be what anyone needs. You always need what you get. So let it work out the way it goes. And you know, it's like less interference in, that, in anything like that. Less interference in anything like that. For me, you know... I don't tend to be motivated toward people who seem to not appreciate me. It's really interesting. I know I don't make any kind of choice in that. I don't, I don't make any kind of choice in that because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm like available to be used as a vessel. It, I notice I'll get the sense of someone not being in appreciation of me. Yeah, whatever it is, whatever it is. And I'll just let that be. I'll let that be. And if, there's not, if, if it's not something that's shifting or the person seems like they need to hang on to it or something like that, you know what I noticed? They're just like not around anymore. It's funny. I cannot see them without projecting them. I cannot see that image without projecting it. And I'm not afraid of projecting it. It's okay. Whenever it occurs to me, I'm like, yay, in fact. Because this is where healing takes place. So it's like, thank you to the person. And it's like an open hand. They can come and go as they come and go. And I might find myself drawn to a person for a little while and then not. I might be saying yes for a little while and no thank you. However it goes is... The guidance is always changing. It's always changing as far as like showing you where and what is for you. See? It's like it's leading you always toward more peace, greater peace. But it may seem like you're being led into some terrible things, some terrible experiences. And I will even get the sense like that like oh gosh this is probably gonna suck but I'm going (laughs) that's the direction it's going I sense the motivation of it oh gosh but it only sucks because I'm being motivated towards something like that to work out some kind of an attachment or something yes it's confusing when you're on a path with someone and they get the feeling that some person is great and you're like, I get the feeling that I need to avoid that person. And that's, you know, people long to be in a really joined relationship. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to follow a path when you're hearing, you know, and it's small stuff, but still everything can't be so small. You know, when you give up a lot of stuff, and all of a sudden everything feels really big because you've been letting the other person lead the path. Uh huh. So that's that's been challenging because there's, like you said, sometimes it feels good and sometimes you're like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But then you have, what if your other partner's like, yeah, yeah, good, good. And you're like, no, no, bad. <laughs> About what? Anything. It's like, you know, 
you're in a relationship, if you have a friend that, or you know, a business acquaintance or something that you both, you and your partner both thought was great, and then later on maybe, oh, even living in a neighborhood or anything that you agreed was great, 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 and then later you're feeling like, eh, but the other, your partner doesn't feel the shift. So mm. sometimes it feels like you're in a holding pattern waiting for your partner to shift, or they're in a holding pattern definitely waiting for you to shift. Yeah. <laughs> Negative Nancy for a long, long time. you a super positive person. How fun. What a good combo. <laughs> yeah, this is a challenge. But, you know, I'm just saying that that just, be careful what you wish for, because that adds a layer of difficulty to the game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know if you find that or if you see that that's sometimes the problem with people that are in a relationship is maybe they're hearing, you know, and um, I'm just reading a book that says that even between each density that you feel like you've arisen, there's been seven densities within that, but they're so subtle, the layers. Yeah. And it's, you know, really difficult yeah. to stay on the same wavelength with friends or whoever, groups of people or whatever, community. And you've made just maybe just a slight shift and all of a sudden you feel like, ooh. Yeah, I just don't know why you would try to stay on the same shit wavelength mm-hmm. too because it's all so revealing, like everything that you seem to be going through, even with your partner or anything mm-hmm. like that. And it's not up to you to try to keep it on you know, on the yeah. same with them, mm-hmm. it's always fluctuating. I notice mine; it's always changing, and you know, just like I stayed home New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah. Because I wasn't feeling it. Uh huh. That was really hard to honor that. Mm. Maybe that's what it is. It's, mm-hmm. it's a maturity of just honoring. The world's not going to end if you don't show up at a party, believe it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> not that cute. You're not that cute. <laughs> that's funny. healing that's the thing yeah so if we're using it all for healing the thing is if anything's difficult or a challenge or anything like that there's a defense to using it for healing Mm -hmm. that's what makes the appearance of anything being difficult or a challenge so that's what's like been really helpful to me like if I see any teaching to be a challenge or any kind of relationship or anything to be a challenge I know that I'm not wholly willing to see, you know, there's some defenses playing themselves out and I'm making those things more important right now than being willing to see because all of these things, and it's okay if you're not willing to see, it's okay, that's part of it, you know, you don't have to get down on yourself or not being willing to see, uh, one, one of my friends said, I'm not there yet, I'm not, and, and it's like, oh, that's okay, it's it's awesome that you it's awesome that you see it, you know, and you're open to it. Because that's what's going to bring about the teachings that you need exactly what you need to see that, to finally see that. When you see that, there's no world. 
you're, you, you don't mind whatever your partner is doing or your partner appears to be doing. In fact, you're using that stuff. It's not only you don't mind, but you're actually using those things to get what you're, to see, to get the lesson that your partner is showing you, your partner's delivering to you. And you know, you could take partner loosely. That could be anyone. It could be anyone that you hang out with. You, you know, those of you who are single, you have people coming in and out of your lives at various times. Some of them are closer to you. You can consider people like that. Notice how anyone that you get close to is ripe for that, you know, screwing up in your perception. <laughs> and then you're screwing up in their perception. It's hilarious. Hey, you want to get together and screw up in each other's perceptions? You know, let's be friends. <laughs> They look like assholes to each other. It's so fun. <laughs> Some people go, just keep it mysterious. Don't get close with anyone. <laughs> like that will keep you safe. <laughs> keep it a mystery. <laughs> if you use spirituality to try to get what you want in the world that's also setting you up for some suffering so um that doesn't mean you can't do the things you can't help it anyways don't make any choices in that you don't make any choice in deciding what you think you want either you know those those thoughts about i want something it just comes up i want a green dress for instance it just comes up. It just pops up. Yay. <laughs> and, and there's no one who needs to do anything or not do anything about that. Yay. <laughs> so it's not like you can't have the green dress or you shouldn't shop for the green dress. Or you should shop for the green dress or anything like that. When the thought occurs to you, that's just uh, kind of like motivation in a direction. Do you know where it is? No, you don't have to. You'll see. It'll be a surprise. If you let it be a surprise, it'll be a surprise. If, it'll be, it'll, if you let it be a surprise, it'll be a surprise whatever you find yourself doing in reaction to those apparent desires that arise. It is the playing out of those desires. They're not anyone's desires. So notice how when the desire doesn't manifest, like the example I gave with the polenta earlier, notice when the desire doesn't manifest, especially if someone did something and they're responsible for it, notice the feeling of victimization. That's, a, that's when it, the desire can just be dropped in an instant. It was never yours in the first place. It was a dream. Oh yeah, let's get the ingredients for the polenta. We're going to make the polenta. And then all of a sudden, no polenta. We got all the other ingredients, no polenta. If it was like the parsley or something, we could still make it. But when the polenta's not there, you can't do it. See, So the desire for it gets dropped. The desires are just like, kind of like toys, playthings. Remember they're like toys. And let them play themselves out. Don't try to push them. Don't try to get rid of desire. That makes it real. 
But don't blame your partner. Don't blame your partner. <laughs> your partner just showed it to you. Thank your partner. Thank your partner. Nope, your desire is not being met today because of your partner. <laughs> he was sure there was polenta in the house. <laughs> Yes, well, and I was for a moment, you know, it's like I could, I could sense it, and, and when, when you say, it, it is just a sense, it is just a sense, when that desire is dropped though, there's no sense of that, it's back to laughter and fun, there's no coldness, you notice the coldness you get with a person? <laughs> You're gonna pay. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna pay, that's right. <laughs> it gets nasty too. That's why people break up all the time. Is <laughs> <laughs> the the thoughts are the the thoughts when we get triggered are so murderous, and it's not noticed. It's not noticed most of the time. It takes a a close looking, a close examining to see that when you get triggered, you get murderous. <laughs> that's why it feels bad that's why it feels bad though like when you get down to the root of that bad feeling it's murder it's like you deserve to die you're so guilty you deserve to die so then it gets projected outward and it's like even the mildest frustration has that beneath it Like no, you you realize, no, I don't want to kill him. No, thank you. I don't want to kill him. <laughs> I want him to live. I want him to. I I want him to really live. I want to see who they are. I want to use this perception right now, for healing. And so we can come back together, so that I'm not making some kind of a rift between us. It's just one moment after another. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's such, for me, that's why it's such a good exercise. You know, to have that in my head. Yeah. It's always coming up. Yeah. And then you don't have to find yourself in any conflict with anyone. There's no, there's nothing there to have conflict with. There's just really nothing there to have any conflict with. Even if someone thinks they have conflict with you, they approach it you and it's diffused. How could it how could it bounce off of anything? They say it takes two to have conflict. It's true. It's true. They have, and 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 you know, if a person is looking for conflict and you're not you're not giving it to them, they will find someone else for it. It's not like you're depriving them of anything. They're gonna meet their match. <laughs> but but you know it's up to you to not make them separate so if you perceive any kind of conflict you know how you stay out of it you take care of your feeling if you didn't stay out of it and you got into it you know you were not taking care of your feeling and you'll be better at it next time if you got defensive 
If you had to explain yourself, if you had to express your innocence, hey, I'm innocent. Actually, you're not expressing your innocence. You're expressing your guilt. You're professing your innocence. (laughs) But I'm innocent for it. (laughs) You did this, you did this, and you did this. Okay, thank you. Why didn't you tell me you didn't do those things? You weren't asking. <laughs> okay, thanks. It cuts off all arguments. Then it's not like you have to, I don't know, defend yourself. That's the hardest thing ever is defending yourself. It's so much easier to just like say I'm sorry than it is to defend yourself. Shit. Try to teach someone a lesson. How about try to teach them that the world isn't real? (laughs) (laughs) Today, my son and I were having a conversation about projection and perception. Mm -hmm. And he's going, no, Dad, I don't know, I don't know. And I'm going, well, you got your eyes, your ears, and... They send out, they tell you so that you will believe it's real, and then you believe it's real because your eyes see it, your hands feel it, you can hear the sound. And I go, and we both know this table isn't really here, there's more space than there is table. And then he goes, oh. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, so it was. It's fun to share when someone is open to hearing. You know, and I get a lot of, a, a lot of often, very often, questions from people. Uh, I get so much resistance to this when I try to share it with persons. There's so much resistance to it. And, you know, when you see their resistance to it, that's a learning for you. And they're open like that, and they're like, oh, oh, neat, interesting, you know, that's awesome. But a lot of the times there's the resistance, kind of like Chitta was saying earlier when he was saying you seem worried. When he says you seem worried to someone, they don't want to hear that. And I get a big wall up. It's like, okay, never mind. Right, Chitta? <laughs> <laughs> that might work. Oh, never mind, my bad. <laughs> be the one worried <laughs> actually it's probably so yeah <laughs> I must be worried that you're worried and you're going to take it out on me not happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it's called
causing a lot of drama because I don't want to do it. I'm yeah. causing myself a lot of drama. And I seem to be more entertained by the drama than I am in wanting to change it. Even though I, that's kind of a secret. Like, how, could I, how dare I be entertained by the drama? I, yeah. Do you have any thoughts about that? <laughs> Just let it play out. You're acknowledging what it is. Just let it play out. You're making the choice. You see that you're making the choice. So something like that, I would say, let it go all the way. Let it do its thing. Let it reveal itself to you. You don't have anything to lose. You can't get it wrong. Relationship. Oh yeah. But I guess if I can't lose that, then that's true. Yeah, it's yeah. You don't have a relationship like that. You know what the relationship is for, too, right? To show me all this stuff. Yeah, for as long as is for as long as you need to come together for healing. So let that let all the relationships be what they are. Don't try to end them. Don't try to make them go on. If you find yourself ending them, that's okay. If you find yourself going to counseling, that's okay. But I mean, try and meant it in, in your mental space, like to strive to try to do something with the relationship instead of using your perception of the relationship. Use your perception of this upset in the relationship that's projected from you. Feel into that projection that's coming from you. Some kind of turmoil in your relationship can only come from one place. It's an interesting thing, actually, because the, the most recent one for me is that I felt like I wanted to come here to come to Wisdom Dialogues, and uh-huh. Patrick was hungry. He's like, I'm so hungry, I don't want to not eat now. Uh-huh. And I had not wanted to come all day, and <coughs> then, then we were like, okay, let's compromise. But then... I was like, I won't eat, I'll go. And I couldn't handle the guilt of him being hungry through the whole wisdom dialogue. So I'm like, no, let's eat. And then while we were eating, he, 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 <laughs> he came a little bit too late. <laughs> 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 but this is what I was telling so, uh, and, and then I was resentful the whole way home. I'm like, we didn't go to wisdom dialogues because we did your errands and you were hungry and all this stuff. But I'm like, I just couldn't handle the guilt. I had to. <laughs> and it's just like the whole thing is like everything that you talk about and it's so obvious and we were talking about this story and the guilt I was feeling and it's just it's like it's crazy what kind of drama you can create talking about anything uh huh <laughs> yep yeah, but I found that so interesting that that I realized that I was choosing to do things that other people wanted that I didn't want because I couldn't handle the feeling of, oh, I'm free. If that person isn't enjoying this, that's their deal. And I'm, like, but I mean, at the same time, it's like, are they really, like, I don't think he would not enjoy it. I just projected that. Yeah. You don't have to try to make him enjoy it. You just, you just take responsibility for any feelings that you perceive if he seems to be not enjoying it because of you, you projected that. Get the feeling effect of it. You don't have to try to avoid it. There's no need to try to avoid it. So in that kind of situation, 
where it seems like there's a choice to be made on the surface about whether you're going to come straight to Wisdom Dialogues or get him something to eat. That choice just gets made automatically, but your attention goes into that sense of guilt. So you notice the sense of guilt arise. Your attention just goes into the sense of guilt and let the choices on the surface take care of themselves. You cannot get it wrong. So if you end up making the choice for um, Petro gets to eat, right? And you're coming here later. Then that sense of resentment comes up. That's for you too. You didn't do it wrong. It doesn't mean you made the wrong choice earlier. It's just that right now you've got resentment. So hooray. See? So each one from moment to moment keeps on getting the attention like that. Keeps on getting your attention like that. And in that... You're dropping these worldly desires, these worldly attachments. This becomes easier and easier for you to see and for you to allow the healing to come in. And you, you start to see these fluctuations just rise and pass and you're back to your joyous self again really fast. Okay? Thank you for looking like that. It's so awesome. <clears throat> With your orange glasses too. No, your orange lenses. I don't know what the orange does, but it matches that's, her dress. It matches her dress. That's why I right. like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love it. Well, for the next prison dialogue, we should all wear glasses. There's a pile over there on top of the pantry. Yeah, a different oh. colored one. Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. I love it. Aloha. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining. Thank you. <laughs> A lot of stuff comes up, huh, really fast. You guys see that? Just in watching, you know, it, it's, it's helpful to just take a minute here and there to examine what it is that you're thinking. Watch how the thoughts just come real fast. And just in looking at what it is that you're thinking, what it is that you're just taking as true right now. And it's fun, you know, you, you kind of become like scientists, like a mind scientist. Instead of trying to figure out how you're going to get things done, how you're going to get to where you think you should be, how you're going to get other people to wake up, for instance, you know. <laughs> you become like a scientist of your own, in your own mind about, about what is it that you're making of these things. You know, you just start to look at what is it that I'm making? What, what do I want? What do I really want? Do I want to, do I want to have, have this, have peace? Or do I want to have this idea of how things go? I want to have this sense that I am separate from people and need to get something out of them. Or I need to get myself to be more assertive. Or I need to stop feeling so guilty. <laughs> you just you you're just using it. You just use that. Or I want peace instead of this. Yes. That's a good one. That's one of the lessons on the Course in Miracles, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I choose peace. Probably. I choose peace instead of this, yes. And you know, that takes that takes willingness to recognize 
that you've got an upset feeling and that you de- deserve way better than that. <laughs> but not in worldly terms, that's the thing. Because there is no world. It's not going to help you to substitute one illusion for another. It's not going to help you. Temporarily, it might seem really good. Like, may, say you had a cough and you took some cough syrup and then your cough was gone. Temporarily, that seems very good. Very good. Had a cough and now I don't. But then, the cough comes back again. You know why? Because the underlying cause hasn't been touched. It never even got touched. It's going to come back again until you can see that it's that thought that you separated yourself that would bring on any cough in the first place and the need for cough syrup or whatever it is that you use for a cough. Inula essential oil, they say that's the best. <laughs> you heard that. <laughs> yeah, you've heard that one. <laughs> None of it actually works. It's all like magic wands. If you subscribe to my company's essential oil newsletter, that's not what it'll say because other people are writing it. And even that is open to interpretation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's, it, you know, it's something to be happy about that one illusion can't affect another illusion. Because that means it's all caused in the mind, which that makes you the one in charge. So if something, if some kind of medication or whatever it is didn't seem to work, that's also great. It's great for you. You know, even if, even if you have, um, say you get some kind of an infection and the next thing you know, your leg falls off, that's great for you. Because there's nothing happening in the illusion. The illusion is only for one thing. With the illusion only being for one thing, what does it matter? What does it matter? That doesn't mean you're not going to have an antibiotic. I can give an example myself. I got the little staffy looking thing on my leg. Next thing you know, as soon as someone told me, hey, this stuff gets it off of there right away, I was at the doctor getting that stuff. But here, with the thoughts, I know that shit doesn't do anything. <laughs> See? And, and I'm not putting my faith in it to do something. But I know it doesn't actually do anything. I'm watching a show, even my own image playing out, even everything that comes out of my mouth, I'm watching a show. And in that show, through that show, I'm learning about who I am so I can see through this illusion, so I can extend love through the illusion. That's how it's seen through. You know. So you have this complete letting go where you actually let yourself get medication that you completely think you don't need like you, you let your ego. it's not my choice yeah you, you let go that much it's not it's not a, it's not a choice yeah that would be if it if if you think you have a choice though and there's that guilty self-concept it could play out as if you had a choice you know like i chose like in your mind you could be like i i i knew that other people got good results from that medication, but I chose not to take it because I'm a natural person. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you don't have anything going through your head about how you know it won't help, but now you're like, 
No, it is good. It, it is like I know it won't. I know it won't help at all. I know it can't help and it can't har- cause harm. But don't you at some point be like, I'd rather watch TV. I'll just watch TV. <laughs> 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 like, what makes you go to the doctor if you don't even think it'll help? Like, you know what I mean? Mind energy attracts. So everything attracts together. Everything comes together for the purpose of undoing the mind. You know, it's, there's not really a why about that. There's not really a why about that. You know, it's just like the, the, the circumstances and things come together, you know, and they, they play out. And it's all like that, even that kind of questioning. Why did I do that thing on the surface? Why did I use that particular substance? Anything like that. Nothing happened. Nothing. There's nothing. So you wouldn't say I was guided. No. To that. Well, because here's the thing. Guidance is for going between worry and relaxation. <laughs> okay? So, so as the... You're about the staff, and you get, have the guidance to just go put that stuff on there, even though you don't believe, it, it will heal it, but it, it helps the worry move to the peace you could say if you're if you see that here's the thing if you have something if you have something apparently festering on your leg that seems to be a cause for worry but as the worry arises and it did it it did show worry definitely but as the worry arises there's a constant looking at the worry as something completely different and the circumstances just took care of themselves. It becomes obvious. It becomes obvious to me what's going to make the appearance of working. It's just like, oh, if that, that's going to make an appearance of working, it's just like, it's, it's like obvious, you know? So I find myself hanging out with some friends, and the friends go, oh, my goodness. You know, if you got staff, this is what works. This is what always works, you know? And I'm like, oh, okay, can I put some on yours? Sure, go ahead. They put that stuff on two times. Next time I look at it, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get my own bottle of this stuff, you know. That's just, in the relaxation, all those things, they just, they kind of like bubble up. They kind of bubble up. It was just like obvious to me. Okay, I will be over there getting my own bottle of this stuff, you know. It just becomes very obvious. It's not like guidance or anything. It's just like, it's obvious. That's what's going on now. That's what's arising now. That's different than guidance. Well, okay. Okay. So guidance has to do with not worldly things. Yeah, it has to do with not worldly things. The guidance is in thoughts, as in what does this mean? What does this mean? So look, when the sense of worry about the staff arises, that's where you're getting guidance. Okay, you're getting guidance to either justify that sense of worry, to try to make it better so you feel better, to look for something to get it better, or, you know, the other guidance is to just go ahead and feel the worry. It's okay because there's nothing going on. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. As far as even the choice to go to the clinic, that just arises. Okay, so that one, it just, those just take care of themselves. So here's, a, you know, here's what I see in predicament, predicaments that I see people getting into. 
is in thinking that they do have a choice that they're responsible for getting the healing for their body, which can't even get any kind of sickness. It can't even get any kind of dis-ease. Feel as if they're responsible for the healing. And I've seen different things go down where it's like, okay, I have to do it my way and this way and do all the research about it when the solution can just come. It's not, it doesn't have to be based on the past or anything. And you can just sense it, and it's just obvious. It's just like, that's obviously it. It's like that. That's obviously it. That's the journey I'm on anyways. Mm. You know. Could you call it synchronicity? Or is that something else? Well, what do you mean? What, what part are you talking about the synchronicity? Synchronicity in the sense of, like, everything is in sync with itself. Or moving from one thing to a next. The next sort of this like endless stream of information that sort of happens just in an unfolding. Yes. And you know, it's like coincidence or like, you know, the whole, you know, thinking about a person and then they call or, Uh or thinking about some, or it's not not always even thinking about something. It's like um, talking to somebody about something and then having a conversation the next day where there's a new piece of information yeah um and just sort of moving through life in that way yeah Yeah. Um, just in letting it be like that so the worry became one of those scientific things the worry just becomes one of those scientific things like oh my goodness is this thing going to grow and stuff like that when the worry becomes like something that you're just examining as worry itself not as if it means anything real it allows you to see and understand everything that's coming up for you, everything that's arising for you. So it's not a matter of how long it lasts or whether it goes away or if the leg remains or anything like that, but you're going to see that worry's going to come up about these kinds of things. And when it comes up, it's for healing. That's what healing is. Healing is healing the cause of things in the mind. Not on the surface. The surface can take care of itself. So it's not like we have to try so hard. The solutions just show themselves. The apparent solutions just show themselves to us when they show themselves to us. And anytime I find myself being motivated to go anywhere, whether it's a doctor's office or hospital or any place, sporting events or anything like that, it's all for healing including at the doctor's office. That's not wasted time to me sitting in the, in the room filling out the paperwork. It's not like, oh, yeah, I got to go. I'm excited about it because it's all for healing. There's, there's going to be things coming up there too. You know, it's always, it's always showing itself. Like, you know, it's these things, like especially if you've, if you've been like, more of an, more into the natural ways and you go to a doctor's office there can be all kinds of opportunities there for healing all kinds of opportunities for healing your ideas about what a doctor's office means to you <laughs> and what their medication means and their uh, their mindset see it's all it's it's all giving more opportunities for healing. The healing on the surface, a surface healing, isn't real healing 
That's just changing of illusions. There's no healing happening there. That can take care of itself. It doesn't need you to take care of it. I hear people go, okay, I, I see what you're saying, and that's good in the ultimate reality. <laughs> but we have a body to take care of here. <laughs> and it's like, no, you don't. You apparently do. And you may see yourself taking care of it. That includes cleaning it. I know water can't get my body clean, but I find myself in the shower and stuff like that. <laughs> you know? It looks like it can. It looks like it can, and the game is being played out. The game just is getting played out like that. It's like, it's like in just allowing however it's playing out. If, you're, if you find yourself playing out in a way that is not appealing to you, still get into allowing it to play out like that. If you find yourself acting bitchy with your husband, allow. Allow. You're welcome, my love. You'd probably appreciate that. I know I was bitchy earlier today. You're welcome. <laughs> I love you and thank you. I love it. I love it when someone comes up to me. I'll. Ah. I don't know. Just, uh, you know, with a. I got a bone to pick with you, Hope. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it because they're showing me something. I get to feel that. It's like, oh, do tell me about this. <laughs> What did I do? Yeah, but then there's someone trying to make you feel guilty for something, right? That you've done something and you don't even know you've done anything. You want to hear about it, yeah? Well, you're not capable of doing anything at all, so that doesn't even come into the play. (laughs) Whether you did anything or not, Mm. apparently. Mm -hmm. That's not relevant. What you did. He's not relevant. relevant. It's not relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. If it's not relevant, you can just you you can just hold the space for that projection of yours mm. that you're guilty. Mm. It's yours. They're not doing it. Mm. And you didn't do any, and you never did anything. You were never capable of doing anything. So when you start to defend yourself and you start to talk about your innocence, you're talking about your guilt right there. Because your guilt would say that you were capable of doing something. That's why you have to defend yourself. You're not capable of doing anything in the first place. That's why you can agree with them. That's why you can disagree with them. They're right. That's their perception. They're right about their perception. There's no need to argue with them. When you butt up against people's perceptions, that's where the argument starts happening. They're just right. It's okay. So 
Someone says you're a bad whatever, <laughs> bad gardener. <laughs> you're, right. you're right. <laughs> you're right. Bob, you're selfish and greedy. You're right. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> I'm sure that's true. The birds agree. <laughs> <laughs> You're loud and lazy. You're right. It's like, and then, it, and then you're open to, you know, what do we do about that now? You're open to that. Well, I want you to, as payment to me, I want you to this, 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 and this, and this. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that one thing in there. I'll do that thing. I like that. <laughs> not you're crazy and no thank you like oh no thank you you can say no no is a yes no is a yes when there's love there when it's not no because you don't deserve it or no because any because why are you saying no I'm not motivated toward that why are you not motivated toward that I don't know if I told you something I'd be making it up it's like asking me why don't you like to eat beans they're so nutritious (laughs) I don't know I hear how nutritious they are but it just can't do it And we don't, and we don't know. We don't know why we do or don't do things. We don't know. We think we know. Yeah, we think when we think we know, we set ourselves up for conflict, too. You don't know. And look it when you think you know. When you think you know, it's like butting up against what someone else thinks they know. So how about I don't know, which is the truth. <laughs> Actually, it's the truth. <laughs> Why'd you break up with that person? I don't know. <laughs> That's the truth. Oh, Yono Se was my favorite phrase in Spanish. What? Yono Se is my favorite. Yono Se? It was like the easiest nice. phrase to remember. No Se Nada. Well, it's, it's the truth, though. It's like not being a dick about it. It's not like being a dick about it. That's actually the truth that you don't know. You don't. You're making up a story about why, you're, why you decided to do th- something or why you decided not to do something, and there's, I don't know. Well, here's what I do see that I could share. Here's what I do see when there's a sense that there's not appreciation for me in any situation. I tend to not be in it anymore. I don't know. That's just the way it seems to go down. (laughs) It's really funny. I don't mind. I don't mind. But that's just the motivation isn't there. The motivation isn't there. 
And what I notice for people is they tend to go back again and again and again to a situation where they are not appreciated. You know why? So they can learn. Yes. It's to learn. It's to learn. And, and a big one there is worthiness. A big one there is worthiness. So when there's this sense that someone is not appreciating you, you want to go back and try to get that. Try to get it. See? Try to get that appreciation out of them. Or there's a sense that a person doesn't like you and all you just keep, keep on being drawn to them to get that reflection again and again and again. Get it. Get the reflection. If you're drawn to a person that is, not, is less than appreciating of you, get that reflection. You're making them look like they're not appreciating of you in the first place. It's fun. Get that feeling of having made them in this state of not appreciating you. And appreciate them for it. And then watch what happens. You know, I'm talking about extending love here, not trying to set your boundaries. Your boundaries come on their own. They arise all on their own. They just come up. But it's up to you to allow that sense of worthiness by looking at and feeling the sense of unworthiness, not making about the other person, not making it about trying to improve your relationship with that person. That isn't up to you. Your relationships take care of themselves. They might just fail in your eyes, which would be the best thing. Whatever occurs is the best thing. See? I would apply that to any kind of worry about my husband leaving me. It's so funny that I would even have that come up. Because it seems so odd to me now. But any kind of worry about my husband leaving me, I would apply that to it. And then there's no problem. I could be myself. I could be completely myself. Oh, I know where I know I was doing that with you before, but now I decided I don't want to anymore. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, without the concern about is he, is he going to not want me anymore? See? That that only comes into play when there's an ego sitting there. Worry about whether he's not going to want the way I am finding myself now. We're, in the illusion in the dream, we're changeful. And that's part of the, the part of the reason that we're changeful is to get you know people on their toes. <laughs> I liked you the way you were back then better. I liked you when you, I don't know, worked eight hours a day. (laughs) I liked it when you did that certain sexual thing. Can you go back to that? No. (laughs) But I'm sure there's plenty of broads who will. (laughs) 
didn't shop so much. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it really, nothing's happening. So, you know, any of these perceptions that we make for ourselves of if I'm doing something like this, I'm going to be less attractive to the person, you know. You just don't know. You're not attracted because you're not even attracted to each other for the reasons you think. They're not attracted to each other for the reasons you think. These uh, minds need healing, so there's make-believe reasons. You know, people get some intense learning experiences where they like are in a relationship, and it's like they agree that it's monogamous, and then they are all of a sudden drawn to another person. You know. They can't help it. They can't help that. Well, you know, let everyone off the hook. Let them off the hook. They can't help that. And, then, and you know, let yourself off the hook too if you're not going to be drawn to that. It's okay. It's okay if you find yourself moving on. It's just that don't hold them on the hook for it. They didn't make they didn't they weren't responsible for making your relationship fall apart. Let's put it that way. They didn't make you leave them. You can't make them leave you because you have to be together for as long as it is, as long as it takes for the healing that you've come together for. That includes friendships and people that you see occasionally too. There's no meeting by accident. I mean, that's why I just wave at everyone when I see them. I mean, even when you just pass them, you know, there's no meeting them by accident. Even just like passing on the street. It's all for that. Why do we not know what the learning is for? You know how you say it's not what we think it's for? Like, why do we not know? Or do are we supposed to find out after the fact? Or do we never find out? What the learning is for? Yeah. What do you mean by that? What are you saying? Well, you said that it's like you're not together for the reason you think you are. Yeah. Shouldn't there be some sort of conclusion at some point? Like, oh, that's why I was with them. <laughs> well, it's all for the same thing. Why you would see or perceive anything. And it's just for undoing that guilty self-concept. It's a thought that you separated yourself from reality. That's why anything arises. Right, but when In general, I don't think I, I ever think of that. You know, <laughs> I don't think. Oh, now, now my sense of separation is less. <laughs> you know, no. like how how is this happening? Like, is it happening in some place that I just don't perceive? It's for learning, but you don't have to take the lesson. You don't have to. You don't have to accept the lesson until you want to. Doesn't mean you're necessarily. It doesn't mean you're necessarily undoing that guilty self-concept just because the lesson's there. So you might go through a relationship and feel deeper in separation after one relationship, at the end of one relationship. You might feel deeper in separation. doesn't mean it wasn't helpful because it's through that suffering building up and building up and building up where you finally go, there's got to be a better way and stop messing around with that. But it's a, that's what it's for. Whether or not you take that, but you seize that opportunity, you know, to learn from it. 
You could be you could be just learning about suffering for a while. Yeah, everything you say just makes me want to stick more to that victimhood mentality of feeling upset that we're even here in the first place. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. (laughs) Just be with that. It's okay. It's okay. Nothing's wrong. (laughs) I'm glad you can have a sense of humor about that. That's right. That's right. That's what works. The ultimate fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, the, that, that sense that you don't want to be here, that's really awesome because that's the sense that, you're, that what you're sensing right now is what everyone senses but is covering it up. So you could say you're, you're feeling this for everyone. So just get the feeling effect of that. Get that, you know, get that sense of separation coming in that way. Basically, that's a sense of separation coming in that way. And it's coming to you because you can handle it. You can laugh with it. <laughs> that's, that's really awesome. I love it when that sense comes up. And it comes up for me, too. I love it. It's really a blessing. That's really, you know, I I think eventually, maybe really soon, you're going to start to see what a blessing it is that it is coming to you. Yay! (laughs) And just passing, you know. You know, if if you're not making it meaningful or making it, giving it power over you, it's just passing anyways. And you can even have more and more fun with it as you see it undoing that sense, undoing the whole sense of separation. It is like, man, why do, why do I have to come here just for that? It's kind of like God punished me or something. I came here, you know, all I did was think I separated myself from reality, and now I have to get this kind of punishment. And, you know, it's just that, it, it's, just that it's believing. The belief is so powerful. The belief that you did separate yourself from reality is so powerful. And God doesn't know anything about it. You're glad God doesn't know anything about it. Because God's just holding down reality. You know, that reality is safe because of that. Because as you're on this journey of thinking that, that perception is true, separation really happened, all of the things that you are really creating... Your real creation is completely safe. And, you know, when this world resolves itself and just disappears, you know all of your creation, you're happy with all of your creations, and you forget all about this. Mm-hmm. You just forget completely forget it. Forget about this world? This world. You won't remember it. Mm-hmm. And here's, here's the other thing. It seems like it's long like, I know sometimes we go, gosh, that time went by fast. Like, the beginning of this month, where did it go, you know? And it's like the first half of it. And then, and then it, but it's just so short. It's so nothing. It's just nothing in, in eternity. It's really, it's like, a, it, it's like a meaningless dream that you just forget. You don't even need to keep it. It's meaningless and you just forget it. So even when it seems like it's long and it's hard, it's seeming 
You can have a laugh at that too. <laughs> once it's once it's gone, it's like you realize it's it was nothing. It was just nothing at all. But while it's here, while it's here, while it's occurring to you, it is the most uh, most profound opportunity for healing you can have. Because in this kind of dense environment, you get so many, so many opportunities. And, you know, that changes everything all across all time. And you know what? It eliminates time. It shortens it. It makes it so that there's not as much to have to be lived through by anyone. It's like, it, it, that's, why, that's why when that sense comes to me, like, gosh, this is, why am I even here? Ah. I'm like, yes. Yes, show me. Show me. I know this is occurring to me because I can handle it. So show it to me. And then the joy just returns, you guys. These things are passing. The joy just returns. It's just that, you know, if you want to wallow it in it for a while, you can do that too. It's, it really comes to what do you want? What do you want? Do you want joy instead of this or do you want to keep this? Do you want the truth or do you want to keep this? For a while, it seems that there's this desire to keep it. That even arises for me from time to time. And you know what? When the desire to keep it comes, it's okay. I just watch it. You can't, if you fight with it, if you struggle with it, it just increases its power. Because it's like you're giving your own power away. But in just watching it, in all honesty, oh, I want to kill right now, basically. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's so much shame around that too it's like so bad but that is what is at the root of this life apparent life is the desire for death so we're, if you look at it it's like it, it really is that's why I say one of the opposites that I show is life and death it's life or death the, the feeling, the contrasting feelings that come up, they're speaking to one or the other. You're either killing them or saving them. <laughs> You're either killing yourself or saving yourself. When it comes in the form of another person, the way you're looking at them, you're either killing or saving yourself. When it comes to viewing yourself, killing or saving yourself. Watch the difference. They become... They become very noticeable. It becomes prevalent, the difference between what Chitta called today, worry and relaxation. Thank you for that, Chitta. Do that as the title for this one, too. <laughs> it, it just like, it, it stokes me so much when I find out that someone sees that. That there's these, just these two. There's really, you know... There's only these two emotions, love, fear, worry, relaxation. I did them opposite. But, you know, there's a, but there's all these different feelings that we have identified, which is okay. There's not a problem with it. Frustration, concern, 
uh, fear, anger, disappointment, any kind of upset, that's on that worry side. So let that be a flag for you that you've gone into the killing kind of thought. It's not, it's not for life. It's not pro-life. It's a killing kind of thought. And then the guilt about all that, that's another killing thought, right? Yes, exactly. There you go. See, now you're getting it because it's like, it's like the ego will keep on putting another layer on top and you just keep on taking a step back. Mm. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guilt for having done that. Exactly. It's exactly the same thing. So many killing thoughts. Yes. That you see that they occur all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you and and when you see them and you you meet them with this gentleness, they just disappear. They really just disappear and go poof. And then they have no effects. They have no effects cuz you saw it. When you see it it has no effects. It's the unseen, what goes on in secret that has effect. But when you see it, no effects. Mm. So let there be light on everything. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Yay! 510. Aloha, everyone. I love you. Thank you for listening.